The left-wing political podcast where we talk about politics. I'm Ryan. I'm Sly. I'm Phil. And I'm Daryl. We made it. We made it. Uh, almost. It's, the year's not over yet, guys. This could be like one of those nightmares where it's like, we, we've been dead all along. We are Bruce Willis, collectively. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> I, if you haven't seen this after like two decades. Or the no, they, if they, they don't, they might not know what movie it is. It's Armageddon. He dies in that too. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> Phil was about to press play on the VHS player <laughs> and watch that. Oh, they're movie. called VCRs. Oh my god, I've seen Armageddon so many times. <laughs> my mom loved that movie. <laughs> That's the one with the uh, animal crackers, like the sexy yes. animal crackers. Yeah. 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 The what? Oh, I want to close my eyes. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, oh, I love you. I don't want to leave to go to space. And he and he's like kissing her and putting animal crackers dancing on her belly or something. Oh, yeah, like, okay, uh, all right. Yeah, like, it's Michael Bay writing dialogue. I mean, I don't think anyone even wrote it, but it's Michael Bay movie. Like, the dialogue's not going to be like, whoa, it's Oscar worthy. It's got to be Michael Bay. So, okay, we're, so even though sometimes it feels like the end of the world and we're on Armageddon, am I right, guys? We're going to talk about something else. What are we doing? What is this? So we're kind of doing, like, a uh, stories you may have missed, uh, stories uh, we might have forgotten over the last uh, two years or so. The Trump oh, industry. like Trump becoming president. That's yes, a story exactly. Everyone forgot about that already. Okay, so what's happened since Emperor Trump has taken over and made America great again? Yeah, so like, you know, Wait, hold on. Happened. Real quick. Do you guys think his slogan for 2020 is going to be make America great again? Probably. <laughs> no. Like, can he use it twice? Or is it keep making America great? I guess it'd yeah, be that. I, I think because in the minds of like the really diehard Trump people, like America has just been getting greater since he's been. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. They, they, they should just be uh, don't change horses midstream because it works so well for, for Bush. You know, like people are like, oh, <laughs> yeah. don't, don't change horses. Everything's going great. I mean, Bush did win again. So, yeah. Don't Bush, change horses Bush did 9-11, guys. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. All right. So we're just going to talk about topics I've forgotten that, we, you know, we probably remember when it happened. But like, remember like the solar eclipse when Trump stared at the sun? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> that picture is <laughs> into my mind. Like, his retinas are burned by that. Yeah, song. and somebody in the background screaming, don't look at it, and he's still oh looking at God. it. <laughs> Man, uh, doesn't that just capture the presidency? Yeah. He stares straight into the void. <laughs> and yeah. GM says, don't tear him, and we tear him. <laughs> Uh, there was also uh, when Korea was going to bomb uh, Guam, and Trump said it's okay if they get oh, news because they're getting great ratings. Everyone's talking about Guam now. Oh, I forgot about that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, another one uh, I already forgot about was when Trump talked about the wall and how it had to be transparent because everyone <laughs> said you have to have transparency in the process. It's got to be see-through. you got to see through the wall. Um, <laughs> he says because... Do you remember why? He says because when, you, when the cartels uh, throw the large sacks of drugs over, agents can see when they're doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and that way they don't get they don't have the big sex of drugs fall on them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what would you make it out of to make it transparent? I think it was like windows, I don't know. Plexiglass? No, transparent steel, the stuff that the windows in uh, Star Wars are made out of. I was just imagining like the agents knocking on the wall trying to tell the the drug lords <laughs> not to do that. Yeah. Hey, you knock it off. Oh, don't you throw God. that sack? Don't you hit me in the head? <laughs> So here's one uh, I don't know if you guys heard about. Uh, did you hear about when Trump got into a, uh, f- a fight over Apocalypse Now with a bunch of Vietnam vets? 
No. Apocalypse Now? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. so uh, I remember Amoroso's had a veteran's issues. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> before she got fired. Amoroso, such, the such a skilled pers- employee. Yeah, the, the apprentice uh, contestant uh-huh. was a Vietnam veteran's issue woman. Uh, Trump and Amoroso have principals from the veteran organizations in March of 2017. Rick Weidman, co-founder of Vietnam Veterans for America, brought up Agent Orange. Uh, it's a c- compound during America's herbicide warfare in Vietnam. We would try to destroy their crops and the land so it couldn't grow anything anymore. And uh, Agent Orange was so bad, not only destroyed the plants, but also caused deformities in the offsprings of people who were exposed to it, as well as uh, health problems. Because they sprayed this, they sprayed this on like U.S. soldiers too. Because they're like, this is just killing plants. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, counterpoint though, it also gave us the REM song "Orange Crush," so pretty much neutral, right? <laughs> A neutral thing for society. Yeah, both sides are just as bad. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, stuff I forgot about, there's also did you guys hear about the, the Roundup contro- controversy the last two years? I think no. there's been controversy for a while, right? Yeah, a Roundup. Uh, you know, you you see the commercial Roundup. They spray like in their shorts and stuff. Uh, it turns out when you're spraying Roundup, you should be wearing a hazmat suit. It's fucking uh, like ca- the weed killer. Yeah, the weed killer. Shit. It's like uh, it's like uh, cause cancer. I gotta go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so like uh, we've been Asian origining ourselves now, so that's fun to know. But yeah, so uh, it, I will say uh, it is hard sometimes when you're when you're making products that you don't see the effects for thirty years. Mm-hmm. Like, I know, but like now there's still there's still marketing as like oh it's fine just what was that fucking guy from greenpeace the former head of greenpeace was saying you can drink it and you would fine like they see they still oh fucking... yeah i love that and they were like drink it then yeah and he's like, like <laughs> it was a french interview yeah. and uh the former head of greenpeace he sold out to monsanto and he's like i don't believe that roundup causes cancer or anything i can you can drink it and be fine and the french reporter was like so drink it and he's like uh no i'm not stupid he's like we just said it's safe <laughs> no i'm not no, yeah fuck you and, uh, but yeah, so back to Agent Orange. Uh, so they brought up Agent Orange at this meeting, and Trump said, "Is Agent Orange the stuff from that movie?" And he never clarified what movie they were talking about. <laughs> but but um, the Daily Beast like discerned from the context that like, he's probably talking about Apocalypse Now. So it could have been uh, what's that movie with all the colored the people? Oh yeah, colors, um, not God damn. A game for Alexander? No, no, I know. I'm going to say it's a Tarantino Inside film. Out? Well, wow. Reservoir Reservoir Dogs? Yeah. Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> that took too long. <laughs> yeah, so uh, there's this famous scene where he's playing the Ride of Valkyries and they're napalming Vietnam and mm-hmm. uh, the people are correctly saying, no, that was napalm in that scene. And Trump's like, no, I think it was Agent Orange. And they're saying like, no, they say in that scene, I love the spell of napalm in the morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Trump's like, no, I think you guys are wrong. I, it was Agent Orange. I love the spell of Agent Orange in the morning. And <laughs> Wyman's like, are we seriously talking about this? That movie sucked anyway. It was like, this, he, he hates that movie anyway. And Trump's like, that's why, you, that's why you're getting so angry because you, uh, you, you hate that movie. That's why you're getting so angry. So like Trump refused to concede that they were wrong. It was it was uh, Asian Orange, and uh, Amoroso eventually lost interest in veteran affairs and tried to become the Black Outreach uh, spokesperson. And everyone was like, "Thank like, thank God, Amoroso is gone." Like, fuck her. Who's the head of the veteran stuff now? It's like somebody dumb. I think it's like Ike Perlmutter or something. It might be. It might be. What the fucking. <sighs> it is the uh-huh. fucking head of the VA is Ike Perlmutter, the fucking Marvel CEO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking. Yeah, oh yeah. So might as well bring it up uh, with crazy fucking connections. The fucking uh, producer of Suicide Squad is fucking uh, head of the Treasury. Uh, what? Mission? What the fuck? He's not the he's he produced Suicide Squad. Yeah, he's actually produced Suicide Squad. Oh so Suicide God. Squad made millions and millions of dollars. That was going right to the <laughs> it fucking goes treasury, to Steve treasury. Mnuchin. Yes. Oh, it's uh, like this is why like when Trump was like I'm gonna run the country like a business he didn't specify what industry it was in so he's just like if I just hire a bunch of random business people well, yeah. they can they can do the head of small business affairs or something is fucking Vince McMahon's wife yeah right? <laughs> uh, fuck this perfect uh, uh, so yeah do you guys remember the, the Gorilla Channel stuff 
The what? The gorilla channel of Trump. Oh my god, wait. Hold on. It's like <laughs> there's an idea in my head. Oh wait, yeah, yeah. He like watches a gorilla. He watches like gorillas fight or something. Yes, yeah, so this is fake. <laughs> but the liberal fake news media thought it was real for a long time. But it, it was fake. But this is still funny that this was like a thing for a while. So when when uh, Wolf's book came out, um, oh yeah, when fucking Fire and Fury came out, yeah, Fire Fury. the Twitter guy pixelated boat. Yeah, right? maybe this. Maybe this. Two, two oh guys. right, yeah, that's right. So uh, pixelated boat was ran Twitter, left his Twitter guy was like, wow, look at this excerpt, and it was a fake extra just as a joke but that's like his thing he always takes things and edits them and be like can you believe they said this he's like basically like the person version of the young yeah. yes and so the quote says on his first night in the white house president trump complained that the tv in his bedroom was broken because it didn't have the gorilla channel quote unquote <laughs> trump seemed to be under the impression that a tv channel existed that screened nothing but gorilla based content 24 hours a day <laughs> to appease trump white house staff compiled a number of gorilla documentaries into a makeshift gorilla channel broadcast to trump's room from a hastily constructed transmission tower on the south lawn However, Trump was unhappy with the channel they had created, moaning it was boring because the gorillas aren't fighting. <laughs> uh, staff edited out all the parts of the documentary where gorillas weren't hitting each other, and, and at last, the president was satisfied. On some days, he would just watch the gorillas' channel for 17 hours straight, an insider told me. He kneels in front of the TV with his face about four inches from the screen and says encouraging things to the gorillas, like, the way he hit the other gorilla was good. I think he thinks the gorillas can hear him. And it became, like, a thing the liberal style was real for a little, for a little bit, number of time. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That is great. I mean, it truly shows that left this fake news is real. Yeah. <laughs> but it just shows the expectations uh, people have of our president. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now, this is a, now we're going to transition from Trump bullshit to more serious stuff gradually because that's the world oh, we live no. in. Oh, we should have no. like, gone the other way. But it's too late now. <laughs> but we'll, we'll go back to goofy stuff at the end. We're going to have okay. like an uh, arc to this episode. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. So this, this is still kind of goofy. Like We're still like half goofy, half like serious uh, connotations here. Um, you guys remember Trump's doctor? Uh, doctor yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God, yeah, that guy. guy. Dr. Hal Bornstein, who said uh, Trump will be the healthiest individual ever elected to the presidency. That guy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, did you hear in February 2017, uh, Trump raided his practice to take his rep records back? Yeah, and then the guy, like, he, like, went against Trump with something that he said. Well, the guy, in May, he did come out and say, oh, Trump wrote that letter. I yes, yeah. he did. That's what, yeah. <laughs> he said that Trump, he dictated the whole letter. I didn't write that letter. I just made up as like, I went along. But, like, isn't it obvious that Trump beat up? Both him and... Because that was when the, the, the guy from the White House said he was the healthiest guy ever, too. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't it obvious that Trump wrote these? Like, they're all, like, it's the best health. The best health ever made. Like, no president's ever been as healthy. Like, clearly Trump <laughs> did There's no way... See, I forget what magazine it is, but they had, like, some clipping of it where it's, a, like, a woman talking about Trump. And she's like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. Trump's so popular He's with the ladies. The all ladies I've ever seen. Yeah, it's all stuff like that where it's very clearly his dialect where it's, like, you make a statement and then it's, like, He's the best I, ever, period. The best. Superfluous well, he also he used to call in like news shows. Oh yeah, yeah, as yeah, a yeah. mystery publicist. It was or, it was like, the his fake agent. name that he was using. That whatever that John one is. I yeah, and when you listen to him, when you listen to it, it is so obviously <laughs> Trump. Yeah. Like he doesn't. It's also crazy the idea that like a doctor isn't just saying the health of his patient. He's in that letter, evaluating the health of 44 other people who he's never evaluated. Well, well Dr. Harry Bornstein uh, reconciled that by saying they're all dead or really sick by now, so it's, it's probably fine. Like I said, that. yeah, it's probably accurate, right? Yes. And so the reason why I bring that, bring that up, so the reason I bring that up is because uh, this guy ra- the rating happened when that became like a controversy about Trump's health with like the guy, the guy in the White House or something like that. I feel like you need to say if some of these are like this year, because I always feel like that's the most surprising thing is it's 
it's like, oh, that actually came out. That's right. Yeah, but I just bring it up because imagine if Hillary Clinton, after all the controversy about her health, if she raided her doctor's office. There is an endless amount of things where it's like, imagine if Obama or Hillary said or did this, especially the way that, like, Trump treats veterans and stuff. Imagine if Hillary became president and her daughter was put in cabinet meetings and then had hundreds of thousands of government emails on a private email server and they was just like, whatever. (laughs) Imagine if Obama stood in front of the troops and said, oh, you know, real patriots don't ask for pay raises. Or or he he didn't visit like the cemeteries on Veteran Day because he's like, I'm tired. I gotta I wanna stay in and watch golf. Also, Trump has never visited the troops in Afghanistan or Iraq. Uh, He's like the first only president to never like visited troops on God. He's such a baby. It's weird. I mean it's it's like crazy to me how we can say all this stuff and be like he was arguing with veterans, he doesn't visit the troops, he disrespects them, but he is Mm. so popular among the troops. Like Yes. It is crazy to me. Like, I guess it's because they're not seeing this stuff. It reminds me of the same thing with, like, the people, like, how he deports, like, he can deport spouses of people that support him, and they still support him. They're like, well, like, it's better than the alternative, I guess. Yeah. And I I also wonder how many of them actually see any of this stuff, because, like, I, today, there was the the news about Cohen uh, pleading guilty and basically just probably uh, shitting all over Trump. Mm-hmm. And I think you mean individual number one, Phil. Let's not. Uh, sorry, individual <laughs> let's one. Let's not name names. And uh, I looked at Fox News's main page, and it was like American teens murdered in Mexico and Tijuana. <laughs> and then it was articles about a guy on the beach finds alien-looking thing. <laughs> and then under that was Cohen pleads guilty. And then it goes <laughs> quickly to some woman on vacation or something. I'm like, what? Yeah. Well, that's what the ultimate reality that. I know people have watched this because of Fox News, so that's... Yeah, so if you're a soldier, you go and you watch Fox or something, and you don't hear, like, he told troops, you want pay raise? Too fucking bad. You hear, like, Mexicans murder people. Yeah, and then you're like, well, we need this wall. Obama hate troops. Because, like, I think the the reality is, like, because probably amongst their friends, they're all... Because, like, you know, troops are more, like, right-wing leading. Like, people in the rural areas are more white... Like, farmers getting fucked up by Trump are more right-wing leading. So you have to imagine, like, everyone in the entire circle... Like, the community is, is wrong. They're all idiots. Yeah. Uh, the, the 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 people in power, you can't trust them. Like 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 not, not even like the people they think they can't trust, like the government. But like, even the people that they thought were their heroes that they're gonna save them from the bad people in the government, you can't trust them either. You can't trust anyone pretty much. You can't trust your friends. You have to accept that everyone around you is wrong, and we're all just monkeys trying to figure things out. Uh, you have to accept that reality, or you just accept the propaganda as it's presented yeah. to you. And also, yeah. when I talk to big Trump supporters, it's also like they could point at a specific policy and be like, okay, I don't agree with him on this, but I overall still really support him. And where, like, with Obama, they'll be like, even though maybe this thing he did was good, I still hate the guy. And, like, I've seen Trump supporters not be able to give me specific things they like about him other than, like, just personality traits. Mm-hmm. But that's enough for them to still be, like, yeah, strongly yeah. support. Because people vote with their guts, and they like people not based on their, like, political standings or... Um... Yeah. It's a popularity contest. It's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's just, it, if it makes you feel good, like, that you like that Trump gets so many liberals mad, it's like, it won't go away. Way, even when Trump is like offending your own base, 
It's like, well, I, I will. I do just want to say that right now, according to the newest Gallup poll, Trump is tied with his worst approval rating ever. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, it's good. But it, which it, is still what, like thirty six? Yeah, it's still not as yeah. And plus, like again, remember Republicans are like, still like eighty percent in support of him and like eighteen percent. Yes, he has the highest approval rating of any Republican president ever. Yeah, which I just want to say also, like Democrats are there's eight percent approving. I, I want to meet those goddamn Democrats that yeah. approve of his job. Well, there, there are like Dixiecrats still, like like. Uh, I still want to always meet the people that. Are like you know, I like this opposition. They're doing it. I feel like there's the, those like factory worker, like union Democrats that are like, yeah, these tariffs are saving us. They're not. They're, they're, they're like Joe Manchin's constituency. People who have been de- fair, like, fair, yeah. grandfathered into the Democratic Party. Their daddy was a grand uh, Democrat. Their grand great daddy was a grand Democrat. They're Democrat, even though they don't agree with the. It's modern always just like surprisingly high. Yeah. Well, that's that's re- reality is pretty surprising a lot of times. Fair, <laughs> but. Fair. Uh, yeah, so another thing, uh, this one's more goofy. Uh, remember Sean Spicer in general? Yeah, uh, and, I forgot yeah. about him. <laughs> and remember, and when, the remember when uh, Comey was uh, fired and Spicer was hiding in the, the bushes to get away, yeah. away from the. Uh, he uh, wasn't press. hiding, he was just interviewed while he was near bushes or whatever lame ass <laughs> excuse he made. <laughs> yeah. Uh, remember uh, Katrina Pearson in general, the black spokeswoman for Trump during the. Um, 2016 election? No, no I don't. I don't. Yeah, so it's funny because everyone forgot about it. But if you see a picture, be like, oh, shit, that fucking woman. But uh, it's funny because um, basically she was bitching to everyone that she, she was supposed to be chosen as the press secretary instead of Sean Spicer. And she kept bitching that she didn't get uh, chosen. So I kind of put her on the outs with Jared Kushner and Ryan's Prevence. So they kind of just kicked her out, out of the Trump administration. You know, I forgot about Ryan's penis, too. Yeah, Ryan's penis. <laughs> Oh my god, there's so many people that were in and out of this administration. Yes, remember like, Trump talked about all about loyalty and uh, loyalty to Chris Christie and all these people. We did an episode at some point where I listed, like, these are all the people that have been fired so far. And I think it's, like, tripled since then. Yeah. Yeah, it was Michael Lewis, the, um, the writer of The Big Short. He did a really good NPR interview that i listened to like a, a month ago where he he wrote a new book about it's uh the fifth risk i think and it's basically about how this administration coming in like the trump administration just like did not listen to anything of the obama people yeah. and they they just threw a whole bunch of stuff out and they haven't like manned a lot of these staff positions and they're talking about how like back when after trump won that like chris christie was supposed to get a job and then yeah. he didn't get a job because jared kushner told him not to because Christie prosecuted Kushner's father in uh. a, a case. Well, that's why Kushner wants criminal justice reform, because he's like, my daddy went to jail for being <laughs> yeah. a criminal. That's bad. That should never happen. Yeah. Uh. I, I, I want to bring up Katrina Pearson, because she's uh, just talking about her a little bit. So she voted for Barack Obama in the 2008 presidential election. And listed uh, Malcolm X as a political, political idol, seeing cool. that Martin Luther King was too moderate. Yeah. However, Pearson began shifting rightward when Obama <laughs> refused to wear an American flag on his lapel. Oh my god! I uh... love this idea. Like, I I love Malcolm X for his radicalism, and then it's like you need to wear the American flag, Obama. Imagine having such. <laughs> empty morals that that's enough to make you completely change your idea complete ideology yeah, yeah. you probably remember this did you guys hear about now the trump fans are all buying into the iraqi dinar what the money yeah the money the iraqi dinar basically after the iraq war the value of dinar plummeted is this like alt-right bitcoin <laughs> kind of <laughs> so uh, before before to buy into. before the Gulf War, the dinar was uh, more than three dollars. Now it's equal to one tenth of a U.S. penny. Jeez. Oh my uh, god! 
<laughs> so uh, Trump said at the 2017 press conference, with this, you know, with the Trump vagueness, all currencies oh will soon God. be on a level playing field. And all Trump fans, what? basically all all these these, these shysters around for a long time, these the not shysters. But now they, they basically say, you see, like QAnon, like Trump, the code messages, and that means Trump is going to make the dinar be back to more than three dollars. Make it how? I, I have no. By by that. currency manipulation, which is what Soros does, duh. Yeah. All currencies will be on a living playing field. So he, so he was implying that like one yen will be equal to a dollar. <laughs> one world order. Uh, he was referring to the... fucking trade battles with China, most likely. But yeah, uh, uh, basically, this is, this is like basically even if this was possible that <laughs> that dinar be reevaluated when it, when currency gets reevaluated, they buy back the old currency. Like you can't just take like the old version of the dollar bill before the German Reichsmark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, when when it was like worth like pennies, and uh, uh, have it be worth the amount after war too. It's it gets reevaluated. They buy back the currency and they reevaluate. You can't just trade in the old one for new one. Like this would even work, but Trump fans are like buying into this fucking scam. Yeah, where can they buy Iraqi dinars? I don't know. There's, there's, like I said, the shysters have been doing this for a long time, but now the local things like fake news. These people have been around for a long time, but now with Trump they found like their market like. These people are just, will buy anything. These guys are so stupid. I mean, That's... actually, Alex Jones found this market way earlier when he started selling them, like, semen yes. booster or yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. But Trump, uh, Trump... Vita- male vitality. Brain force, baby. <laughs> Brain force. <laughs> so Alex Jones was when there was, like, a niche market. Trump made it, like, a mainstream market. Like, now that's the mainstream Republican uh, voter base. I wonder it. how, like, the people who are buying Iraqi dinars, I think they're the same people who are buying Brain Force. Like, a lot of people like Trump, but the people who are, like, actually buying his shit, like they must be just the same, because Infowars had like a million people before. Anyway. But but it's definitely wider than the Alex Jones market. Like it's the Is fucking it? president. Like Alex Jones is a fucking random guy versus the fucking president. Random like, guy. Oh, he had millions of viewers. But, but the president, you're saying that a fucking Alex Jones would have a bigger market appeal reach than the fucking. Donald I feel Trump. like, but I feel like the people that's, who would buy the yeah. The I feel shit. like that's an unfair comparison because Trump is reaching a wider people, but I feel like more of Alex Jones's base is more likely to give him money. So I feel like I agree, know. but here we're saying here's the thing though. Those uh, there's a lot of people that were Alex Jones that would have bonded to Alex Jones, but he didn't hear about him. But now Trump is getting those people that uh, he's reaching oh, a wider right. market. He's getting those people that Alex Jones could. That's fair. The other thing is Trump isn't selling the dinar himself. He just said a statement which other people took as that we should buy the lowest like yeah so that's true so it might, might not be that wide it might be just more Alex Jones uh... I, I have yeah. to look at how many people have been buying dinars not right now but... <laughs> <laughs> right now I'll episode but yeah uh, so now to more serious stuff uh, remember did you hear about the the, uh, the Ukrainian journalist who faked his death Kind yes, of, yeah. that's that's right. That did happen. It, it was a, it was a Russian journalist who, who sh- shown up shown up uh, alive in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. He's a Kremlin critic and a veteran Russian war correspondent. And the police announced that he was shot three times in his back as he left his apartment to buy bread. Oh, I did hear about that. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. in in so in May, but it turned out that it was and it actually they, the police helped fake his death uh, so they could find out who's actually after him. And it was, it was just an interesting period because everyone was like, Putin probably killed him. Um, yeah. Yeah, some more Kremlin news. Uh, you probably heard about the Panama Papers, right? Uh, do you know yeah. what's, yep. what's in them? That was one that I wished we did an episode on because I was yeah. like, 
Actually, I wish the mainstream. I wish the world did an episode. People for completely, completely, completely forgot about that fucking story. Like, yeah, no one talked about it. And I'm like, this is pretty big deal. It, it implicated like so many people in it. It's always yes. hard to cover the the breadth of what it hits. Yes, yeah, so this is a brief summary. I so, mean, Soros was literally implicated in it. Yes. Yeah. So uh, it was an unprecedented leak of 11.5 uh, million files from the database of the world's fourth biggest offshore law firm, Marsec uh, Fonesca in Panama. So a German newspaper acquired these. Uh, 12 national leaders among 143 politicians, their families and close associates from around the world have been using offshore tax havens. So among uh, national leaders of offshore wealth are Nawaz Sharif, pa- Pakistan's Prime Minister, mm-hmm. Ayad Alawi, ex-interim Prime Minister and former Vice President of Iraq, Petro Poroshenko, pre- uh, President of Ukraine, Allah Mubarak, uh, son of Egypt's former President, and the Prime Minister of Iceland, Sigmundur David Gunnlaugsson. So I, uh, the Iceland guy, I think, resigned like right after because all of Iceland came out in protest because it's like it's like 300,000 people in the whole country, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and like 100,000 person protests came out, which is like literally everyone, like it's a third of the country. Man, yeah. that is a small country. It's a small ass country. Yeah. But I think he, I think they they basically protested until he resigned. Yes. This. So like, because it's a small country, like they, they have enough uh, pressure as individuals. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Putin was implicated as well. A two billion dollar trail is all the way to Vladimir Putin. The president's best friend, a cellist uh, named Sergei Roldugin. He sent over a scheme from which money from Russian state banks is hidden offshore. Some of it ends in the, ended up on the ski resort where 2013 Putin's daughter Katrina got married. Uh, so I bring this, I bring up Putin like because uh, we always talk about how bad Putin is. Like this is a good example. He's a fucking toxic crook. Piece of yeah. shit. He's yeah. a, he's Hot a take: Putin, bad guy. <laughs> but like, we, we always say it, but like so people might not know exactly all the details. This is a good example right here of uh, Putin being a bad guy, and uh, this example of WikiLeaks being a bad guy too, because WikiLeaks had the panel papers, they refused to release them. Mm-hmm. Uh, staffers wanted to, but Assange, Julian Assange refused to. Uh, when they got released, uh, WikiLeaks claimed that George Soros was controlling the framing of their release, so they're they're, they're doing Soros shit. Uh, Even though he was implicated in them, yeah, I believe he was. Yeah, this is why uh, people didn't talk about it because spoiler. There's rich people around the world evade paying taxes. Yeah, so... Uh, Remember when WikiLeaks was <laughs> DMing Eric Trump? Yeah, so that's why I want to pick it up, because uh, WikiLeaks... Remember when WikiLeaks was considered, like, oh, uh, they're, like, this uh, bold news source. When they're really yeah, they're, fucking- like, they're radical, like, anti-government. Like, they were I mean, really I remember, useful. And- I remember when WikiLeaks first came out, I was, like... This is awesome. They're yeah. like a nonpartisan, just info dump to like, you know, things that the government's trying to hide. This is great. Mm-hmm. And that whole nonpartisan illusion went away very well. Well, it's the problem. It's the problem with any. Anything, right? Yeah, if there's like vigilante or single power, like on its no own, it can easily just be like, I like this guy though, so. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's, there's, no, there's no checks or balances or accountability. That's why. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, it's a really good way of like illustrating how everything is political, even when like it, you think it's just an ideology. It's like it changes when that ideology is in power, and then you start making more excuses for it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so, so like the people who leaked the Panama Papers, um, it's an organization called IC, ICIJ. ICU. <laughs> ICU Nateri. <laughs> International Consortium of Investigative Journalists. And, and Assange criticized them saying, oh, they didn't release all information, they didn't, uh, they didn't make it easy searchable, and, we could, and uh, they were basically responding by saying, yeah, we want to be uh, actually responsible for our fucking leaking. Fuck you, Assange, <laughs> you piece of shit. So uh, since Assange is a piece of shit, I'm going to take their side on that and take 
So fuck, fuck Julian Assange, fuck WikiLeaks. They may have done some good things in the past, but clearly it's just a fucking Russia fucking family. Yeah, I think point. we're all on, on board with that. Yeah. yeah. Plus, he's a rapist. Oh, he's a rapist. Yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, another person, another country we talk about that be, that's being bad. And we, we take for granted they're bad. Is China? Uh, we, we we talked about like them being bad, but we didn't we didn't get that many good examples in our show recently. Because um, somebody always tries to say no, it's the capitalists who are always the true evil one. Yeah, I I, I kill every fucking kind of story that comes along the way. <laughs> yeah. no, great. I try to get them through, and Sly feeds them. Sly yeah. gets in his tank, and he tankies it up. <laughs> but uh, one big story that just happened recently. Did you guys hear about China just disappeared the head of Interpol? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, did. yeah. So for people who don't know, because I, I don't think a lot of people know this fucking story, um, Meng Hongwei, who was incumbent uh, president of Interpol. Interpol is like this is the international like police organization mm-hmm. that doesn't do much, but it tries. Yeah, yeah international <laughs> criminal police organization, which is what Interpol stands for. It facilitates police co- cooperation around the world. It's just uh, headquartered in France. So this guy, the head was in, was detained in, in secret by China. He went to go visit China. Uh, then he sent a text message to his wife, which was an emoji of a knife. Uh, and, uh, I know that's not funny. I just laugh how unexpected <laughs> and like on the nose that is. Yeah, <laughs> but it's also just the phrase emoji of a knife. <laughs> but like that was last time we recently talked to her, and uh, she kind of got the message. Uh, that's Millennials, right? Kids these yeah. days. He was yeah. also what's interesting too, because I, when I first heard the story, I'm like, do they grab? fucking like a, a high profile person who's not related to them he was a high-ranking communist party official who mm. like was already in on the party yeah. so when he came back they're just like you betrayed us <laughs> ah so that's interesting but very yeah. to bring up uh, and so the, the way they accused him of bribery and they hailed G for be for being having absolute loyal political character uh gl- glorious motherland um yeah uh, so, and they have him in uh Luji. Uh, which is, which means retention in custody. It's meant to be an improvement on the system it replaced called Shangui, a disciplinary, disciplinary uh, process run by the party that was known for its torture. Under Luji, detainees can be still be denied access to legal counsel or families for as long as six months. And human rights activists don't think it can be much better than uh, Shangui. And in May, the driver of a low-ranking official in Fujian province died after almost a month under Luji. When relatives saw his body, it was covered in bruises and his face was disfigured. So, uh, it kind of like now, like Saudi Arabia is like, we're more hip and moderate, we got this new young leader. It's probably the same shit. We're just rebranding it, but it's they're probably still beating the shit out of people. Yeah, def- definitely. Yeah. So I, I have a question: Is the new, I could be wrong about this? Is the new head of Interpol Russian? It's uh, the current no. The current uh, president is Kim Jong Yang of South Korea. Oh, okay. I must be thinking of something else. Yeah. Um, China disappears people a lot, by the way. Yeah, this is like not like uh. I, what's crazy is we 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 don't talk about it much. We don't talk about like it. like because we. I'm glad how critical we are of human rights violations in the West and how we really are like you can't hold people mm-hmm. without trial. Guantanamo Bay is a yeah, especially as as Americans, it's very important to be critical yeah. of America's human rights. It violations. offends my like sense of what is right when I'm like uh, people are being held without trial. It's like that's just fucked up. Yep. But like it's very common in China to disappear people and their families just know like they're gone now. And it's 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 for sometimes not like huge things like it's people talking about things they're not supposed to or. Uh, protesting against the government, things like that. Yes. That's that's why I want to bring this up because uh, there was definitely a story most people haven't heard about because most people don't like these stories are 
the most most people hear about them, and if they do, they're out of the media like immediately. Um, there's there's a, there's a great article about this. I have a great title, I should say, called uh, "Being China Means Never Have to Say You're Sorry." Because basically, people just let let it go slide with China. Like they have too much political power in the world. Like no one can really criticize them. They just do this shit and no. Yeah, there was there's um just recently I saw an article about there's the one of the Muslim here people yeah. that that he went to Mecca without the the China whatever like the the tourism thing the program that they had. And so, because he went to Mecca without the tourism thing, he d- is going to be executed for that. And it's like, yeah, that's just also, like a crazy like thing to imagine, like uh, the U.S. applying, like that kind of law. Uh, one of the biggest movie stars in China, female actress, is uh, also got disappeared in the same month in July. Oh, wow. Like, it's, <sighs> just, it's just crazy. It's really yeah, crazy. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest world powers you've ever placed us. Soon. Well, thank yeah, God they're, they're, we have thanks, Trump, Trump finally thanks. standing up to that. Yeah, thanks, Trump, for actually making sure that they were placed. Guys, those steel shit. tariffs are doing good work. <laughs> oh, my God. So, speaking of uh, Saudi Arabia, did you guys hear when uh, Saudi Arabia threatened Canada over another 9-11? Yes. Yes. Really? Because yeah. Canada, like, had a snarky tweet about their human rights violations. Uh, so, in August of this year... Uh, Global Affairs Canada tweeted that it was gravely concerned about a new wave of arrests in, in Saudi Arabia targeting women's rights activists and urged their immediate release. Okay, that's not as snarky as I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> Saudi Arabia had expelled, uh, basically, after that, Saudi Arabia expelled Canada's ambassador, froze uh, new trade and investments with Ottawa in response. And then uh, Saudi Arabia state media tweeted an, uh, tweeted a graphic showing Air, an Air Canada airliner heading towards Toronto. Right. Uh, and there's a, in text it says, Stick, sticking one's nose where it doesn't belong. As the Arabic saying goes, he who interferes with what doesn't concern him finds what doesn't please him. So, like... <laughs> Saudi Arabia is basically like we because like, like, first of all no, fifteen of the nineteen hijackers in nine eleven were Saudis. Saudi Arabia was was from a prominent Saudi family and mm. still has a family in Saudi Arabia. Like the Saudi Arabia, if any government is connected to Saudi Arabia, it is. I mean, if any government is connected to nine eleven, is cyber. Sorry, if any government is connected to sorry, can't say. If any government is Saudi Arabia, it's Saudi Arabia. That's definitely true. If any government is connected. <laughs> I'm, keep, I'm keeping this in buggy slide. <laughs> if, if any government's connected to 9-11, it's definitely Saudi Arabia, but Saudi Arabia's our ally because we get oil for them, so we'll go after them. Yeah. And now they're basically bragging. Like, not only are they basically like, we did 9-11, like, we will do 9-11 again if you dare criticize us. <laughs> yeah. That's the craziest part, that yeah. they did the first one. <laughs> yeah. And, like, and that's the thing is, after they killed Jamal Khashoggi, Trump was like, hey, I don't like that they did it, and, you know, but even though everyone knows they did it, maybe it wasn't them. He said, what are you going to do, right? He said, what are you going to do? They give us, and then he just made up a bunch of numbers that aren't at all accurate yeah. about yeah, how much you know, money they I, give I us. I think but. they actually don't provide us with that much oil anymore. I think largely we use them as, like, a, a force against our enemies in the Middle East. Oh, so yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah. It's like the, the, peop- the other countries know that Saudi Arabia, we can fuck them up through Saudi Arabia. Yeah, but you know, more in Yemen. We'll just ignore that, I guess. But yeah, yeah. whatever. That's not fun. Go back. I would. I'd be interested to see how much oil we get from them anymore. Yeah, we we we, we have been become more self reliant. Yeah, drill they baby. They buy drill. a lot of weapons. Yeah, we, it's got Obama. Like uh, he did uh, increase offshore oil drilling. He increased the fracking. He did all these stuff. But uh, that is a good part of it. He has made us less dependent. 
because of international concerns, he may just want to make us less dependent on Saudi Arabia and uh, Russia and all these other countries. Yeah. And, and he's the globalist president. <laughs> yeah, I think the majority of the economic attachment to Saudi Arabia is the weapons they buy. We do sell them yeah. a lot of stuff. We, yeah. we sell them mm-hmm. a lot of them, yes. That's mm-hmm. interesting now, too. So, uh, now, still bad stories, but less uh, world tyrants in the world. Oh, wait, people. one clarification from yeah. before. Uh, the Russian guy you're thinking of for Interpol, Ryan, is the vice president. Oh, and, okay. And sem- several American senators were like, how the fuck can we put this guy in charge of human <laughs> okay. rights violations? And he's like, yeah. you can't spell Interpol without police. Yeah. All cops are pigs, guys. <laughs> uh, so uh, did you guys hear uh, Google removed uh, Don't Be Evil from their corporate court of conduct? <laughs> I, uh, so I heard that, and I was like, that can't be true. And I, I saw some people saying they moved it to a different part of the site. So when it became Alphabet, they changed it to do the right thing. But then uh, they still had Don't Be Evil in the, in the language of the you know the corporate uh, models, the corporate... Uh, I assume that it was written like uh, the manifesto and Jerry Maguire, that he just, the head of Google just came out with this huge <laughs> contract about how you can be evil now. So it was still so still in deeply in their company culture, like still present throughout many documents, and like the, the phrase was actually a, a Wi-Fi pa- password in one, one, <laughs> in one of the buildings, stuff like that. But now they completely moved it from all their fucking text or anything. And uh, coincidentally, as soon as they did that, they also started um, a project with the Pentagon called Project Maven, where uh, they, they use Google gives technology so military drones can analyze footage faster through machine learning. Mm. Uh, it sets people an object for human review. So uh, uh, Google was, always, was always, they had that phrase because they didn't want to be this evil cyberpunk company making technology to hurt people. And now they are. Uh, so. No, they did it to protect their legal interests because it could be used against them in court in the future. But uh, so a dozen Google employees have quit over that involvement, and four thousand workers wow. have demand have demanded an end to the, to the Project Maven. So the good news is, uh, Alphabet said they will not renew the contract in March of the Pentagon because of the uproar. Oh. So hopefully. Bad news is they'll just make another. Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> but hopefully, optimistic Ryan here. Maybe they can be swayed to be not be evil. Who knows? Yeah, don't Probably be evil, not. guys. I think the fear, if like if, if I'm running Alphabet, right, and the Pentagon needs wants some machine learning algorithm for their drones, I I would think if they're not going to get it from me, they're just going to get it from a different tech company. Yeah, exactly. Although exactly. it's like, are, what are they going to use Bing drone technology? It's gonna <laughs> suck. Like, My <laughs> argument against that though would be they can try i would anything i could do to make it more difficult for them to get this evil technology seems yeah like you got to do something yeah don't be evil don't oh be my god guys. we're gonna have anyway i don't want to get back into the ai killing us but... <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're giving literally killer robots the idea the, the ability to learn <laughs> like... yeah so yeah so uh, go watch our fucking uh we're gonna die episode go watch it go yeah. watch it just at the you icon. are viewers, and that's why I call you because I love you guys. You're viewers. <laughs> that's my affectionate term for you guys. That's what Sly calls everyone he loves. Yeah. He sees his mom and he's like, You're my viewer, mom. You're my number one viewer. <laughs> I, I possible takes the viewers like you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so it's more tech people being uh, evil. Uh, did you hear Facebook uh, wants to proactively fight revenge porn? So to do that, they ask people to send them porn of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did hear this. Is that evil or brilliant? Right, it was <laughs> nude selfies too, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, so those who don't know, they asked, it was a uh, test pilot in Australia. I don't know what the process is now. The last article was when it was earlier this year. I love the idea yeah. where you're trying to figure out where to test pilot revenge porn. <laughs> like a <laughs> selfie sense in Australia. 
You're like, here yeah, we so go. For those, so those don't know, revenge porn is when uh, you're, you have sex with somebody and you break up with them and then they use it. It's like, to give more information, what's sex? <laughs> so that might know. I don't know. I, I didn't. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Come on, you, everyone's done this. It's just like uh, you know, boys being boys. But yeah, so to make sure your your former significant other doesn't do that, uh, they will basically have those porn pictures in their archive now that you sent to them, and they'll block any further sending of that. But it does mean Facebook will now have your porn of you in the documents, and everyone on Facebook will be able to see you naked. So uh, lucky me, that's my kink. <laughs> I like this idea of, like, do you trust Facebook or your boyfriend to handle your nudes? Yeah, that's, that's a Sophie's choice right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I trust you, Mark Zuckerberg. So did you... Uh, what so, if Mark Zuckerberg uh, is your ex-boyfriend? Then you can't choose. Oh, my choose. God. You can't trust anything. <laughs> Don't be evil. So, so this story's fucked up, but, uh, but the person who did it, what happened to it was bad, so it's not totally nightmare future, but it is... Just to it's warn people in advance? <laughs> Just go for it, Sly. <laughs> Alright, so did you hear Louisiana Supreme Court um, rule a defendant who asked for Sixth Amendment, uh, you know, right to attorney. Did not ask for it, uh, so he, he, when they denied him, it, it didn't matter, because he did not technically ask for it. Because when he asked for a lawyer, he says, I want a lawyer, dog. And he says, oh, we thought he meant he wants a lawyer dog, like an animal who's a lawyer. Oh, God. And I, don't, so I don't believe this is already. It's, it's fucking it. real. It's Washington Post. Link it to Washington me. Post. Link it to Washington me. Post. Washington <laughs> Post. Put it in the Skype chat. So they couldn't get, like, Airbud rules in here? <laughs> I have to read this. <laughs> so the guy, so because the, it, it, it's just because it, what makes that crazy to me is, like, so many times I've seen court cases where they're like, Regardless of what it actually says, the spirit of the law matters more. Like, we know the intent. So mm-hmm. to be like, we really thought he meant dog. <laughs> like In Louisiana, though? Yeah, Louisiana. Yeah, it could so... be like an, a little asshole rural town where they're like, we don't like this guy. So, so the guy w- did sexually assault two girls, and he was a repeat offender. Mm. So he was a bad guy, but this shows you how, like Phil said, like you're supposed to not do this, and <laughs> yeah. they do this. And, you know, it's really questionable here. In my view, the defendant's ambiguous and equivocal reference to a lawyer dog does not constitute an invocation of counsel. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. That's oh Louisiana Supreme Court. This is what happens when you have Trump judges on your... Do they... Yeah. So, I wonder, because different states do it differently. Does the Louisiana Supreme Court... Are they elected or are they appointed? That would be That's an interesting point. thing to know. Because if they're just appointed by the governor... It's even more likely that it's just some fuck. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't really. I mean, it's probably that's crazy. Both way. That is fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's. If you oh think just God. national Fire politics dog. is weird, I mean, that's the fucking local Supreme Court. I don't think there's anyone that's like national politics is weird, but I bet the Louisiana <laughs> court system is <laughs> tight as a button. Yeah. I mean, it, you did introduce us to all those crazy court cases and what they were about and stuff. And the yeah. Wiener Man. The yeah. Wee Man or <laughs> Yeah, so, um, so now some, just some dumb stories. Did you guys hear Dr. Dre tried to sue a real uh, gynecologist named Dr. Dre? Yes, a- I do failed. remember that. <laughs> Spelled Dr. D-R-A-Y-A-I. But Dr. Dre's like, yo, you're infringing my, ho- my copyright. And, uh, <laughs> I would counter sue and be like, you're not a fucking doctor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you guys hear Barbara Streisand uh, cloned her dead dog twice? Yes, I did know that. I think so. No. I, you know, I kind of get where you're coming, where she's going from there. Because like, when I've been really distraught over the loss of a pet, I've been like, if I could right now, I would restart yes. them. Yeah. But I, don't know, I don't know if I'd actually go through with it. Because then at one point, you're like, this isn't the same thing. Like, Yes. It's also just weird from like an external perspective of like that you're, it's very clear you're unable to let go. Yeah. Yeah. But here's yeah. the thing, like this is, this is becoming a market because 
It only costs fifty thousand oh dollars, yeah. which is like for cloning the sci-fi technology to clone a pet. Yeah. $50,000. So that's going to be a reality pretty soon. To yeah, everyone's going to clone their pets. It's going to get uh, cheaper. Is that... What's his name? Never Let Me Go. What is that guy's name? Kazuo... Whatever. It's a book about how uh, in the future when the cloning becomes cheaper, rich people, they just make clones of themselves, keep them in like camps, and then whenever they have a... Like, oh, I need a new kidney, they just harvest their, their oh, clone. Oh, from their... You. And I'm like, uh, that probably will happen. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, that's annoying. That's, that's like, like if Hillary Clinton and George Soros are rubbing, like, baby shit on their face or whatever. <laughs> or what's yeah. that uh, documentary I saw? The Prestige? Right, I yeah. That, actually. Don't <laughs> oh, spoil no. it. I didn't that. Yeah, you fucking spoil this, goddamn. Goddamn. This is a fucking spoiler podcast. Oh, God. Uh, so, and so our final uh, story, uh, final dark futurology... Yeah, Yale neuroscientist uh, Nanad Seston and his colleagues have managed to reanimate pig brains following the slot for up to 36 hours using a technology called BrainX. So, pretty they soon. They couldn't even... have come up with a better name than that. <laughs> so, even when you die and try to leave Hell World, uh, they'll keep you alive. Whether through cloning or through your brain being electrocuted. Uh, no one's going to try to keep me alive. <laughs> God damn it, Slight. I thought you said like we go back to funny stuff. Instead, you're like, ha, twist, dark futurology. <laughs> dark futurology, gotcha, you guys. Yeah, I gotcha. Now you can't escape us talking about robots taking us over. All right, so some. Let me see if there's more funny stuff in here. Um. Hey, hey, you guys remember a few months ago when uh, the president of the United States was an unindicted co-conspirator and committing a felony and nobody did uh, anything Don't about you mean it? individual one? No. Th- <laughs> no, the president. Back then, it was the uh, president. Now he's been reduced to individual one. <laughs> I'm just reading about this fucking New- Louisiana Supreme Court. And they, they, you know, in 2012, they started to, all the justices started to sue each other because <laughs> they the, the Constitution of Louisiana says, the judge oldest in point of service on the Supreme Court shall be chief justice. And one justice was like, oh, I was elected in 1994. And then this other guy was elected in 1985, and he's like, Oh, but she didn't become a real justice until 2000. And they said, just started suing each other. And Bobby Jindal steps in. <laughs> <laughs> the, hero, the hero we... What is it? No, that's the hero we want, but the hero we deserve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, man. Uh, here's an old story that was very funny. Do you guys remember Bobby Jindal's uh, presidential announcement video? He announced no. he was running for president as one of the dozens of Republicans that ran in 2016. And the video was him telling his family this, but the camera was set up in a tree, like behind a bunch yeah, of leaves. Yeah. And they were just like, Dad, don't do that. That's a bad idea. And he was like, no, I'm going to be the president. And it was really creepy and weird. And awkward. Also, Bob Jindal's photo uh, painting of him is white in his photos. <laughs> he looks like a white Yeah, no, it legitimately is. Yeah. They, like, photoshopped him to be white. Or painted him, whatever the fuck. Uh, and just to have another light note, remember Scaramucci week, guys? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a fun time. He's still that. my favorite uh, person. I saw someone t- had a screenshot from CNN last week, and they were like, they have the fucking guy who said, I'm not Steve Bannon, I don't suck my own cock, <laughs> on to talk about civility in Washington, and the left has gone too far on CNN. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I forgot about Steve Bannon, too, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Steve Bannon, uh, uh, supposedly, uh, let me see if I can find this article real quick. Mutated uh, into a new creature. Sucks his own cock. So, <laughs> one of his houses, uh, Steve Bannon had to replace a tub because it had acid damage. <laughs> What? For those, who don't, for those who watch Breaking Bad, think about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about it. I've yeah, never so, seen Breaking Bad. Spoilers, thanks. Uh, it's episode two, you fuck. <laughs> yeah, so, so uh, in Breaking Bad, uh, they, that's how you get rid I, of... I can figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a sex thing. Or for those of us who uh, lived with me and 
I guess none of you guys yet, my first semester freshman year, our roommate Tony was like, hey, it's your first day as a college freshman. You want to know how to dissolve a body in a bathtub? <laughs> so, you know, same cool. thing. You guys remember Tony? Yeah. I, remember I, think, I, I thought you were going to go much darker. Uh, first, you haven't looked at me yet. Uh, here's the thing that I do all the <laughs> Here's time. the thing just... I do. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's 2016, 2017 of Hellworld. Yeah, yeah that's much. basically those years in a nutshell. Nothing else happened. <laughs> yeah. January well, uh, 6th. President Donald Trump said that he is a very stable genius. <laughs> <laughs> Time oh, to remember. Good. Oh, Here we man. Go. <laughs> cool. Thank you all for listening. Okay. <laughs> uh, I do want to mention it's December now. So Yay. we have a new Patreon episode. What's the Patreon episode this month? The P. <laughs> what is the question? What the fuck is that? I don't remember. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> We have to have an episode to remind ourselves what happened this year. We can't fucking remember episodes. <laughs> I'm like, uh, what was it? No, it'll come up eventually. We the talked Supreme about Supreme Court one was last month, right? Well, it was the m- midterms. No. Oh yeah, it was oh, midterms. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, those happened. Remember, like five years ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was uh, takeaways and lessons that we learned from the midterms. Like it wasn't just like here are the results because everybody knows. Yeah, yeah, we just read the results and then turned off the mic. <laughs> yeah, we all talk about our voices and say uh, and county number two of Louisiana. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A, a dog was one. just elect- elected. <laughs> yeah. DA. Yeah. Yeah. So but... watch, watch that. Don't listen to it. Only watch it. Watch the TV and watch it. <laughs> but it was yeah, it was it was something, right? We talked about what you know what the victories that we were especially happy about things to look forward to in the future. And all that jazz. And you, the, everyone can get our bonus episodes at the $5 a month level at patreon.com slash flying machine. So thank you all for listening to Oops, I Talk Politics. I've been uh, asking for a lawyer dog. Fuck. I'm possible thanks to viewers like you. <laughs> I've been dead all along. <laughs> and I'm here to remind you the Parkland shooting happened this year. Ugh. Ah, yes. Oh, yo, I'm the only that leads on the down there. Fucking <laughs> Thanks, Daryl. No, wait. Uh, I'm a very civil genius. That also. <laughs> Oops. I ended the podcast.